Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Ann Bradley Thomas. Today we'll be using Psalm 149. The Contemplative Sunday School class started praying the Psalms in January to shape and form us, to speak to our hearts and minds, and to draw us to our Creator God. Barbara Brown Taylor helpfully reminds us, the treasure we seek requires no lengthy expedition, no expensive equipment, no superior aptitude or special company. All we lack is a willingness to imagine that we already have everything we need. The only thing missing is our consent to be where we are. Pause to reflect on what is your intention for participating today. What treasure are you seeking? If you have a candle, light it as a reminder that God's loving presence is with you now. We will use Mother Teresa's words for our centering time today. Relax your body. The only skeletal muscles you'll need for this time are the ones to hold your position. Your involuntary muscles can function without your control. Relax any place you feel tension. Relax into this moment. Voluntary focus and control of your breathing is one way to center yourself to the present moment. We will alternate listening to Mother Teresa's words and taking a deep breath. Then we will continue to rest in this gift of the being where we are for one minute afterwards. B. Be happy. Be happy in the moment. Be happy. Be. That is enough. That is enough. Enough. Each moment is all we need. Each moment is all we need, not more. Not more. Enough. Be. Be happy in the moment. Each moment is all we need, not more.
Today we'll read Psalm 149 through four times, with time for reflection and prayer between each reading. The first and last reading will be from the NRSV. The other reading will be from Eugene Peterson's modern translation, The Message, and Nan Merrill's Psalms for Praying, An Invitation to Wholeness. As you sit in silence, remember that distractions are human and it takes practice to strengthen the intentional muscle of the mind and bring your focus back to God. You can focus on your breathing or use the candle as a reminder to help you return to prayer. Walter Brugman, in his book, Praying the Psalms, had a chapter titled, The Liberation of Language. A section of the chapter is subtitled, Language Permitting Transformation. In that section, he says the following about Psalm 149 and the preceding Psalm 148. Everything and everyone is mobilized to applaud, welcome, and receive. In praying the Psalms, the one who prays may want to recall times in which they had some good news which had to be shared. Other people had to be recruited to celebrate and rejoice because the news was too good to keep to oneself. Before reading the psalm, let us pause for an opening prayer. Dear Lord, thank you that the treasure I seek is where I am. Give me a willingness to imagine that I already have everything I need. May the God of all hope be with me as I pray today. As I meditate on the psalms today, Teach me to listen before answering. In the silence today, may I rest in your divine love, my ever-loving God. Amen. Psalm 149 Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song, his praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in its maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing, making melody to him with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with victory. Let the faithful exalt in glory. Let them sing for joy on their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats and two-edged swords in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their king with fetters, their nobles with chains of iron, to execute on them the judgment decree. This is glory for all his faithful ones. Praise the Lord.
The commentary in my new Oxford Annotated Bible says this psalm is a hymn to accompany a festival dance. It starts with calling for a new song. After listening to the psalm, reflect on how God might be calling you to be intentional in moving forward with a new song in your heart. Psalm 149. Alleluia! Sing to God a brand new song. Praise Him in the company of all who love Him. Let all Israel celebrate their sovereign Creator. Zion's children exalt in their King. Let them praise His name and dance, strike up the band, and make great music. And why? Because God delights in His people. Festoon plain folk with salvation garlands. Let true lovers break out in praise, sing out from wherever they're sitting, shout the high praises of God, brandish their sword in the wild sword dance, a portion of vengeance on the God-defying nations, a signal that punishment's coming, their king chained and hauled off to jail, their leaders behind bars for good, the judgment on them carried out to the letter, and all who love God in the seat of honor. Alleluia. Listen now to Nan Merrill's version of the psalm and rest in the silence of God's sacred heart afterwards. Praise the beloved. Sing a joy-filled song praising the blessed one among the people. Be glad in the creator. Rejoice in love divine. Praise the divine lover with dancing, with melodies and voice. For the beloved dwells within journeying with us through all our lives, leading us in truth and love. The humble are adorned with honor, the faithful exalt in glory, singing for you with thankful hearts. With truth on our tongues, with gratitude as our friend, we are in harmony with the universe as we hold hands with all people. The chains of oppression are broken, the fetters of injustice unbound, the realm of peace and love shall reign. Glory abides with those who are faith-filled. Praise the beloved. All people on earth welcome love's companioning presence who abides in your heart.
Psalm 149 ends with a call to execute vengeance on the nations. Brugman says the God of the Bible is never neutral, objective, indifferent, or simply balancing things. The world is not on its own. There is an accountability to the purposes of God to which all must answer. Such heavy imagery may not suit our taste. W. David O. Taylor, in his book, Open and Unafraid, says that there is nothing coincidental about the role of the nations in the book of Psalms. The place of the nations in the Psalms comes down to one basic question, which will be familiar to all human beings in all times and places. Who is my neighbor? As you rest in silence after the reading, reflect on how God might be calling you to reconsider who your neighbor is. Psalm 149 Praise the Lord Sing to the Lord a new song, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in its Maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing, making melody to Him with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. He adorns the humble with victory. Let the faithful exalt in glory. Let them sing for joy on their couches. Let the high praises of God be in their throats and two-edged swords in their hands to execute vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their king with fetters, their nobles with chains of iron, to execute on them the judgment decree. This is glory for all his faithful ones. Praise the Lord. As you listen to Amazing Grace, ask yourself, what did you hear God saying to you in the Psalms today? Where did you find God in the silence? How did you answer God?
offer up a silent prayer of thanksgiving for this time before I close us in Richard War's prayer for our community. O oh, great love, thank you for living and loving in us and through us. May all that we do flow from our deep connection with you and all beings. Help us become a community that vulnerably shares each other's burdens and the weight of glory. Listen to our heart's longings for the healing of our world. Knowing you are hearing us better than we are speaking, we offer these prayers in all the holy names of God. Amen.